Well, we've heard it on social media, in the news, even discussions just within our friends. Gender identity, it's a topic that's discussed regularly in our society. But what does our Catholic Church teach us about our gender and our identity? And how is that different from what we're hearing in Main Street Understanding? Joining me today to discuss the Church's stance on gender identity, it is Chris Faddis, President of Solidarity HealthShare, a health-sharing ministry guided by the moral teachings of our Catholic Church that negotiates directly with providers to ensure delivery of high-quality, affordable, and most importantly, life-affirming health care. Chris, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Brenda. It's great to talk to you, and, and uh, always great to, to talk about these important issues. And Chris, this is right. What a great topic you guys have brought up this month. It's everywhere, and we see in the news and in schools and on social media, and then we have these discussions in our, our group of friends, but we need to make sure we're all on a level playing field when we have an understanding about what we're talking about, and our church gives us an understanding. So, Chris, what does our church teach us about gender identity? Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously one of the things that's most important is that when, when we're dealing with these issues is to remember that we are always to care about the whole person and the person in front of you, uh, whether they're facing these issues or um, or other issues they're facing, that we should we should certainly care for them, we should love them, we should affirm them in who they are and who God created them to be. Um, and, you know, at the core mission of who we are as, as Solidarity HealthShare is to care for each person holistically as a, as a whole body, whole person, body, mind, spirit, uh, in the creation, uh, in the likeness, the image and likeness of God, right? And so, um, you know, whether or not we're Catholic or Christian, you know, for us as Solidarity, we're guided by the moral principles of the Church, which they give a consistent framework for for how we are to handle these issues. Um, you know, surgeries and med- medications that are that are altering life, that are that are uh, you know maybe maybe castrating somebody or maybe. Um, causing hormonal changes in them that are going to cause lifelong complications. Um, these are antithetical to to not only church teaching but our mission in solidarity um, of caring for the person with the whole person. And I I think one of the big things, Brenda, is looking at it in this sense that the best way to care for somebody going through a mental health crisis through a crisis of gender is to affirm their dignity, to support them with those while they ask those questions and to allow them to naturally come to terms with who God created them to be. And that there actually is a, a great uh, you know, write-up by the Catholic Medical Association recently that showed that 80, 90, 80 to 90% of these people will actually um, come to terms with their own gender uh, on their own, especially, you know, especially during teenage years. And, and so to support them, to provide good care for them, uh, and, and be life-affirming in that is very important. What we don't want to do, right, is is do things that are that that give permanence to the decision of uh, choosing choosing to to change their sex or whatever, um, knowing that so many of these people will change their minds again. Um, to to do things that are permanent, they're going to cause lifelong repercussions. is is very dangerous, and I would say actually, um, in, in some ways, malpractice. But it's certainly antithetical to this idea of life affirming healthcare. Chris Faddis joining me today. He is the president of Solidarity HealthShare. Chris, what you just said there, it, it doesn't sound extreme. In fact, it's not extreme from what I hear. I, you're talking, I'm like, yes, well, of course. Well, isn't that obvious? But that is 
what you said is different from the mainstream understanding of gender identity. Well, how is that different? What are they te- what are they yeah, saying I mean, to know, us? I would say, you know, mainstream culture is is in on one hand it's, you know, limiting patients to struggling with their gender identity uh, to perceive themselves subjectively according to the this theory of gender identity. Um, a theory that separates the 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 idea of gender from their biological sex. One thing that we have to remember in in in, in our Catholic teaching and really in in the just the teaching of, of natural law, right, is that that body, mind, and spirit it's it's encompassed in one. And to say somebody was created one way, but their spirit was created another way, is to say that there's a defect in the way that God creates us. Um, and you know, even even uh, Venerable Jerome Lejeune, who discovered the extra chromosome that causes Down syndrome, even one of the reasons he found that is because he knew that there could never be a defect in God's plan, that God never, that there's never something missing, that God always gives us more. And when he started looking for something more in the DNA structure, that's when he found the extra chromosome. And it's the same when you think about gender. God did not create us with this massive defect that mind and body and spirit would not be cohesive. And so, you know, with, with the mainstream approach, that gender identity theory, how you feel is more important than how you were created, that is a, a manipulation of natural moral law and, of course, of, of our understanding of human dignity. And this, is, this new widespread view of sexuality ignores the dignity of the human person um, and, and really starts to, to push this idea oftentimes early on in somebody having these kind of thoughts or wonder or, or you know, thinking they might feel this way. Early, early on, they are starting to try to push people to this transition, transition, you know, uh, verbally with their pronouns and those things first, transition and how they dress, transition and how they they classify themselves, and then transition in medication and or surgical intervention, right? And these things are separating them from who they are as opposed to, to recognizing the person in front of us and and affirming their dignity and how God created them and helping them come to terms with what they were created to be. Chris, it seems to me, though, uh, an important part of this process for anybody struggling with their their gender identity or any type of anxiety, stress, depression they are feeling, mental health is important, and that would be a first step. Let's talk about how you're feeling. Let's get you professional help. How is Solidy there maybe to to help those who are experiencing just kind of a wide range of, of mental health issues, and, and uh, how can Solidarity be there to help? Yeah, I mean, for one, let's let's remember for all of us, whether we're uh, medical professionals or or counselors or just family members of people dealing with this, let's remember that the church encourages us um, and and really affirms us to lovingly accompany and mentor those struggling with these issues. Right? This is this is not about being aggressive and and calling people out. This is about loving them and and affirming them and and helping them through this time. Um, and, and then, you know, basically from there, it's, it's this idea of, you know, was when any mental health issue, right, is what are the resources that somebody needs? Sometimes it's actually not mental health counseling, Brenda. We've talked about this before. Sometimes it's prayer, it's spiritual yes. direction. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's, it's the Hallow app and just having a tool to help you, you know, calm yourself. When it comes to these gender identity issues, a lot of times it is counseling. It is psychotherapy of some sort. And so finding counselors that that are in line with us in our understanding of the unity of body and soul and our understanding of, of the, the, the way God created us and our maleness and our femaleness, finding counselors that will, will, will affirm that and help us or our children through these really serious issues 
is incredibly important. Um, and the beauty is there are so many. I'm, I'm so uh, I'm so encouraged every year when I hear um, you know the largest Catholic education program for for counseling and psychiatry is uh, or psychotherapy is is Divine Mercy University out of Virginia, and Divine Mercy is graduating 150 175 students every year because so many wonderful folks are saying, you know what, I need to get in here and I need to help people. And so finding good counselors is something that we work very hard at here at Solidarity to encourage our members um, to go to them, to do telehealth visits with them if they have to, whatever it takes uh, to support their their needs, uh, whether it's a gender identity crisis or something else, mm-hmm. right? And this is an incredibly important aspect of healthcare uh, and an incredibly important aspect, I would say, Brenda, for each of us to consider for our families, that we are making sure that we are putting our children in the hands of people who are going to uh, support them in the way we've brought them up as Catholics. Oh, absolutely. Chris, well, thank you so much. You're so level-headed. We get accused of being just so extremist in our Catholic faith, especially around these issues. But, (laughs) well, the way you explain it, we go, well, absolutely. We are going to be on the right side of God's law on this one for sure, too. I appreciate your time today, Chris. Thank you, Brenda. God bless you. God bless you, too. Again, that is Chris Fattis from Solidarity HealthShare. If you want to listen to our interview again, please go to materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary media app. You'll find the podcast there, and you'll also uh, find the link that'll get you right to Solidarity's webpage, and you can talk to one of their great member services uh, team. So again, that is Solidarity HealthShare, and you can find those podcasts at materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary media app.